Ooh, look at us. Look at us. Nope. <laughs> There's no alcohol in this. You almost kill yourself with a rocket chair. That's the problem with these rocket chairs. You know, I lean back just a little too far. I'm like, oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Like a couple of men on the on the stoop sitting in the rocket chairs. Only it's, it's in the basement in front of a fireplace that I can't fucking get to. It's a gas fireplace. Right. And only the gas guy's ever been able to turn that thing on. You know, I have to call a specialist and cost 100 bucks to have him turn it on. We try playing with the nipples. Yeah, I, I'm a, I've been married too long. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I just say, hey, it's my, you know, it's that that day of the week. And mm-hmm. Let's go. We have an agreement. Mm-hmm. Get on it. <laughs> but no, the, uh, yeah, the fireplace. It's weird. You follow all the directions. There's something weird with it. You got to hold your tongue just the right way and look mm-hmm. this direction and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It just doesn't. We tried looking the alphabet. <laughs> I'm thinking if we ever get another stimulus thing, maybe we'll put a fireplace down here and really heat this place up. We got the fireplace here. My my daughter's five foot bear. I don't know if you noticed, is now in the corner there. She decided she don't want it in her room. Oh, that just seems like a waste of time and money. Oh no no, that was pretty cheap because uh, yeah we we uh, we on eBay we went and found it. It's five just five foot tall bear. Right. You have to buy several bags of the polyfill. Right. But uh, they want like that's a what five hundred dollar bear around here. Right. Well, we got it for 60 bucks. Okay, that's not too bad. Direct from China. And so they sent it to us. The thing is, you got to f- stuff it yourself. Mm. Yeah, I'm good at stuff. And the thing it. is, the way it's stuffed and everything, mm-hmm. you can actually wear that as a suit. It's big enough. Well, you couldn't. You're too tall. Yeah. Although it'd be funny as hell. You know, you get in it, and all of a sudden you just sit there until wait till somebody comes downstairs. Do <laughs> like, hey, this is going. Oh, what was God. awesome was when she, when she came out for Christmas, we got that rule where you're not allowed to unwrap presents. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can come out if you can play with it if it's un if it's unwrapped, but it, you're right. not allowed to unwrap it without mom and dad there. And I was already mm-hmm. sitting there because I get up early, and and uh, she comes out and she sees all the Christmas stuff. She sees the bear and she goes over. She cautiously walks up like like a doe. She just walks up and, and just picks up the tag, turns around, lets out a little squeal, grabs it, picks it up in the air, and body slams it to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know she's yours. <laughs> Yeah, so this this one's uh, something with rocking chairs. Let me go with the title. Mm, okay. I don't know. I'll make I'll make some I, shit up. I don't know how to make up titles. I, I just sit there and I, I try to think of some. I know how to shit. remember stories because I've had a lot of. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a lot of shit happen. Mm-hmm. You and me together have had a lot of shit happen. Mm-hmm. And 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 I I started listening to his stuff. I didn't listen to any of your podcasts until after you and I made that one. Right. And so I, I noticed some things were missing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so just, just a couple of the ones I noticed were missing. Okay, uh, I got a list here. And I already told you about mm-hmm, this list. Mm-hmm, and and, and go first down the one, list. First one you ever, well, the, the Dick tells the future, but then later that episode you, you, you did you did tell the story. Mm-hmm. You screwed it up, but you did tell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, second is, uh, speaking of mullet, you guys were talking about mullets. And I wanted to point out, mm-hmm. uh, hanging out at your house one time, mm-hmm. We're all hanging out there. I think it was Super Bowl or something. Mm-hmm. The subject of mullets came up, probably a Super Bowl commercial thing. Mm-hmm. You're just talking about how that's the stupidest thing, someone wearing a mullet. Mm-hmm. Now, you wore a mullet. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I have never had a mullet. Bitch, outside your office upstairs is your high school photo with you with mm-hmm. a mullet. And I was a good-looking kid, I, too. And I noticed, <laughs> I've noticed that that has since disappeared, that picture. It's actually your, your photographic in my, evidence. Yeah, you know you can't have evidence. I think it's in a <laughs> stack hide the of body. <laughs> I think it's in a uh, stack of pictures uh, in my office that are off the wall because the wife um, 
is uh, going to start painting. Ah. Remember all that stupid glittery shit she put up there? Because this she, is going to be the baby's room. I yeah. love your wife, but she starts things. Yes, she does. She starts a lot of things. She does. That's the problem. She starts mm -hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. How long has she been working on them stairs? <laughs> She's got two left. In fact, the only reason why I... I That's been before so, the... That was before the lockdown. Yeah. Well, she had um, apparently two of the... Uh, she got last two risers the, the, where the, the stairs kind of go cockeyed. Um, apparently, you can only stain it in a certain temperature. You tell me if, if she's right. So, like, if you if it's too cold or too hot or whatever, it doesn't dry right or some shit like that? Does that sound right? Well, yeah. It, it, it's gonna, what it does is it just takes longer to, okay. to dry. Okay. Uh, what you could do, and I have done in the past, mm -hmm. is get a little radiator heater out there. Right. Because it, th this is your stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you think... You, Make it a priority. Do mm -hmm. something to make it work. You, you can do that, or okay. you can. Uh, I, I've done this before. Your laundry room closes all the way, mm -hmm. and it has a fan. It does. In fact, I just so cleaned you, it up. You just you just set it up and you 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 stain it mm -hmm. in the garage. Right. Then you carry it with the gloves on. Mm -hmm. Set it up on stand so it doesn't mess it up. Right. Leave that fan on and lock the okay. door from so nobody from the inside can get okay. to it, and, and that would make it so. You could do that. All right. Yeah, because she... That would meet her temperature requirements, and she wouldn't be able to argue that. Mm, okay. I'm going to have a conversation tomorrow morning when she wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had... Um, she had said that, you know, hey, the the fan for the laundry room and our uh, uh, upstairs bathroom, you know, you kick it on, but it doesn't, like, suck anything out. And so she says, hey, it might be just something stuck up there whatever. So how about yeah. one of those little bristle? Yeah, you know the uh, you got to clean the, the the it it gets lint in there. Right, right, right. So you you got to clean that out. So the laundry room though was birds that had built a nest and yeah. they had used uh, you know little bits of um you know like bark dust and shit and they blocked off the entire thing. Well, we kept seeing birds go in and out of it. So one day we waited for all the birds to leave, and then. Uh, I bought one of those little. Um, you know this is boring caps. to your listeners right now. I know, I know. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> all three people. <laughs> so, anyways, I brushed it all out. Bird's nest, and I'm pretty sure baby baby bird parts came on me because it's like, <laughs> God damn well, it! As often as you come on other people, it's only yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's terribly sorry. <laughs> Get it out of your eye. <laughs> it's my eye. My eye. That's why they wear glasses now. <laughs> Okay, so mm -hmm. that that covered that covered uh, mullet and, mm -hmm. and uh, so the next one is is a personal favorite. Mm -hmm. When my when my little brother called mm -hmm. you up one time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I remember you called me and told me what an idiot he is because he called mm -hmm. on his cell phone. He did, mm -hmm. and he said, "Dude, um, I need to borrow your quietest gun." Uh, <laughs> first of all, what the hell? Don't why is the mm -hmm. first question? Why do you need my quietest gun mm -hmm. and it was apparently the neighbor was mad at him and poisoned his goat mm -hmm. and he goes out because he has some nasty blackberries and he's too lazy to go cut him well we went to cut him down that one time mm -hmm. and that ended in an emergency room trip for me that was hilarious we can go into that we right need to this. do that because there's a whole huge story on that one but okay. let's finish this finish one first this one. Go ahead. and then we'll do that and we'll go in order mm -hmm. so he he uh he comes back and his goat is laying on the ground seizing. And he's like, crap, what do I do? I'll call my friend. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what we're calling you. Are we calling you Fatty or? 
Yeah, take your pick. Because I'm asshole. Yeah, yeah, take your pick. Okay. So we'll, we'll call my friend Fatty. And oh no, Billy. That's what we were calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy, Billy. Okay. So uh, we'll call my friend Billy and see if he can. Now you notice he didn't call me. No. He knows I'm shady. Just, just like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't tell you. You didn't tell me that he had any DUIs. He didn't want me to know. I don't know why. Dude, I'm just gonna give you shit. Yeah, you're gonna get shit. I'm not your father. I'm not yeah. gonna say, hey, I'm gonna. Dude, you're a dumbass. That's yeah. pretty much what I'm gonna do. And then exactly. I will always say, hey, dumbass. Yeah, exactly. Like, not, oh, hmm. I gotta. You know what? I'm. We should have a pen to write this stuff down. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't want to mention thought? anything to listeners other than um, the 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 shutoff device in his truck. But we'll tell we'll talk. All right, about. all right, fair enough. Okay, so try to remember those. Okay. So we get to uh, so so you this is as much as I remember. What, okay. What, so he called me and asked me for my quietest gun, and gave me no other details other than that. I need to borrow your quietest gun, and so. I can't remember if I went to his house or if I called him on a landline or something like that. You ca- I remember you called him on a landline. Like, dude, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, it's like you, you said that shit over a cellular network, dude. If anybody's listening in, it's like, what the fuck? So I I said, what happened? He says, well, he says, I can't prove it. He says, but I think my neighbor's mad at me, and I think he poisoned him. He says, or the goat got into something that it wasn't supposed to, but he's laying in these season, and I'm going to put him out of his misery. I'm like, okay, well, come on over to my house. You know, I'm figuring he's going to toss a goat. No, here's the thing. It's laying, seasoning, and pain. Yeah. You don't have a gun. You have a knife, right? Yeah. You, you do eat steak on occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out there, be a man, and take care of it. Yeah. So, I thought he was going to put the goat in the back of his truck, come to my house, and then we would go up to Larch, and we'd put it out. No. He wanted me to come to his house with a gun, or him come to my house, and I give him a gun, and then he goes back to his place and offs the goat. Now, in his defense... Mm-hmm. His house is in the middle of the city. Yes, but it is not in the city. Okay, so he's in. He's his house is county. Your house is to the north of him. My mm-hmm. house is to the east. Parents' house yep. to the west, uh, and or his parents to the east, and I'm to the west. And he is completely surrounded by the city. Mm-hmm. But he's in a neighborhood that the city refuses to incorporate because not, they wouldn't get enough revenue and taxes for what they'd have to do to repair the roads. Okay. Okay. So I had basically said, you're out of your fucking mind <laughs> because your neighbors are going to hear a gunshot. And they already don't like you. Yeah. So don't think for a minute that the cops aren't going to show up at your house. They're going to notice the blood in the backyard. You know, whether or not the goat's there, you know, is, is beyond it. But the cops are going to show up. They're going to investigate a gunshot and they're going to have, uh, you know, questions. Yeah, because... He's, you're thinking, and he was probably mm-hmm. thinking at the time, you're in the city limits. Yeah, you're in the city limits. That's why he fine. wanted the quietest gun. That was my first thought, Here's was you're the in the city limits. You have other things to finish. I know he has a hammer. Yeah. I mean, a, <laughs> a sledgehammer. One quick blow is just you, as good you as... You fucking psychopath. <laughs> you got a hammer? Just beat the death. <laughs> I'm thinking sledgehammer. I'm not thinking like a... Like a 12 ounce little ball peen hammer. <laughs> it's taken half an hour. He just won't die. Well, I'm thinking one of those little, little fucking little rock hammers you saw at like Shawshank Redemption. Well, it's, it's like the, I accidentally ran over a cat once and I, right. I pull over. It's like shit, it ran out in front of me. I saw it and it's it's writhing there. I, I didn't have a gun with me. That's called a boot. Mm-hmm. One boot. <laughs> 
kind of kicked it into the gutter and drove yeah. off. <laughs> he got a hammer. <laughs> well, that's what bothered me about that. Come on. You're you're taking this time. This thing's out there suffering. You're taking time. Hey, does anybody have a gun I could borrow? You can't kill anything without a gun. And my first thought is, you have a gun. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know he has hunting knives. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet he has a sword. He has a, he's a hillbilly redneck. And his his brother lives less than half a mile away yeah. and has plenty of swords. <laughs> I know he's got a machete. I'm thinking of way, okay. way better titles for this fucking show. It's like only a psychopath would use a hammer. <laughs> only a psychopath would use a hammer to kill a goat. <laughs> Okay, so now we were we were gonna lead into um, yep the the when we were doing blackberries in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But that is a much longer story. That's okay. We got plenty of time. We'll start all the way back with when I was sorting comic books for a living. Okay. Now, uh, if you're oh, in high school, right. if you're a comic, so you, it does okay. start there. You yep, remember right. now? It does start. Okay. You it see, starts, I'm starting it in the right, right spot. Yep, you're right. Okay, so back then, uh, I, I was known as well. What was the term used to describe me in high school? <sighs> Apparently, psychopath. <laughs> no, they shortened it. <laughs> it's like, call you psycho. Yeah. Yep, yep. I didn't know. My church called me psycho. <laughs> oh, I, total side. I, I do remember calling you the Antichrist in church one time. <laughs> yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah. We're there for a youth group, and I'm sitting there and say, and they started talking about the Antichrist. And you go, he's right here. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Okay, continue. <laughs> Okay, so uh goes back to, so I had a job where it was a dream job. I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I could, I, I was given a key to this warehouse. Mm-hmm. It's in downtown Portland. It's mm-hmm. not in a good neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, uh, that's one of the spots where someone attempted to mug me, mm-hmm. and uh, they were unsuccessful. That was hilarious. Uh, that's, that's a quick one. I had this folding knife that, because uh, I collected knives and swords, mm-hmm. I, I, I've always loved the aesthetic, and it's just, I like them. I'm a guy. Sue me. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, don't, don't sue me. <laughs> Anyways, so I had this one knife. It was basically longer than a Bowie knife. It was, uh, the blade was 12 inches long. Mm-hmm. And the handle was 5 inches long. Mm-hmm. And it folded. And it fit inside my left jacket pocket of my leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And so... I was I had a key to the warehouse to sort the comic book because he would buy uh, comics at estate sales. Mm-hmm. He'd buy comic collectors' whole collections for pennies on the dollar, and he'd turn around and resell mm-hmm. them in his store. Right. Well, he wanted them alphabetized and all that, so I'd just sit there and I'd go through these things and I'm sorting everything where they go. And I was allowed to. Sh- he had a time clock and everything, so I'd show up, clock in, work for three, four hours from. Uh, I'd go in at ten o'clock and work till two. Mm-hmm. And go home and get up for school and do the same thing again. Well, uh, so I was leaving one night. In the middle of the night, there was a a uh, burger joint that was open 24 hours. I said, you know what? I'm going to go get myself a snack and then come back and eat while I work. So as I'm walking over to the place, this guy pulls out. And the two times I've had a knife pulled on me like that were both stilettos. And, and this was a stiletto. He pulls it out and he goes, Shh, give me your money. And I, and I put my hands up and... Pretended to act real scared. And I said, hold on, hold on. Let me get my wallet. I'm going to reach in my inside coat here. I grabbed it and I pulled it out. And in one motion, I slapped it open, holding it in my hand. And I basically got this sword in my hand. 
His knife blade is about three inches long, and mine is 12. Mm -hmm. And size does matter. (laughs) (laughs) So he, in a panic, dropped the knife as he's trying to run away. So I fold the knife back up, put it back in my pocket, and I reached down, picked up his knife, and I sold it the next day for 25 bucks at lunch Hmm. at school. (laughs) But so one of these days, I took you with me to sort, because I was going to sort comic books. I asked if Mm -hmm. you wanted to go read free comic books to read, and Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, yeah, sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. And we were having fun that night. Uh, Yeah, we clocked in. I sorted for about an hour or two. You read books Mm -hmm. for an hour or two, and then we played with pallet jack racing, and oh, we... We were throwing cardboard dividers like ninja stars. Mm, mm-hmm. I do those, remember that. That was fun. Those suckers will cut you pretty good. <laughs> and then at one point, we're screwing around, and I'm wearing... I loved Conan the Barbarian, which might explain the swords. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite t-shirt at the mm-hmm. time. It's a white t-shirt, picture of Conan. It's a cool t-shirt. And you picked up a magic marker and got my shirt. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I was going for your arm, but I did get the shirt, too. Yeah, you got the shirt. Oh, hell no. So I reached down for the skinning knife that I had on my belt, and I shredded your leather jacket. Mm -hmm. Now, this was the only thing, other than a beating, that your father ever gave you. Mm -hmm. And you were very attached to that jacket. Mm -hmm. And I had just shredded it. Mm -hmm. You were pissed. Mm -hmm. So you took a swing at me. Mm -hmm. I did. I was a former martial artist. So I blocked, mm-hmm. and the hand that I blocked with still had the skinning knife. <laughs> and it's funny, I'm, so I'm, I've got my hands up on guard, waiting for, no, for you to take another blow at me, and you go, dude, check this out. Mm-mm, I ain't falling for that shit. You're staring at your hand. And he's like, you go, dude, check this out. It was a full 10, 15 seconds before any blood showed up, but by mm-hmm. the time I went over there and looked, it was cool. We could see the tendons moving in your hand. Mm-hmm. Which, this, this, I saw the scar. Yeah. <laughs> this one wasn't, I wasn't working at night. It was like a, a Saturday or something because it was during the day. Right. And you're like, dude. And all of a sudden, blood. Oh, yeah, we used blood. a whole roll of paper towels just to get you to the car. Mm-hmm. And this is in Portland. And you're like, well, I, I, I only have medical through Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, crap. We only know of one Kaiser place. And, and those who don't know Kaiser, I don't know if it's just local or if it's nationwide. I think they're nationwide now. But I don't think they were then. But uh, Kaiser, well, in other countries, right? Okay, oh, okay Kaiser, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like the Germans, they're they're not they're not to be messed with. Uh, you you can only wait. That might be taken wrong. <laughs> like like that uh, hotel I seen. There's a hotel sign this week. I don't remember where it's at. I think it's in Germany, where they they got the whole name of the hotel, but you know they've got long words with N A Z I at the end of the word. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that it says Nazi hotel. <laughs> You can see the other words are there, but it's lit up at night. It's Nazi hotel. And uh, so we get into the car, and we start driving from Portland to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And it's a good 25-minute drive. That sounds about right, yeah. With the traffic that was there that day. And we're driving along, and we hear, we're listening to the radio. All of a sudden, my mother won the radio contest. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm like, hey, Ma won the contest. And like, hey, yeah, Ma Cool, woo! Man, you were loopy. Mm-hmm. So we're driving up the highway, heading towards the hospital. We're a good ten minutes away still, and we're on the highway. And you go, dude, I think I'm gonna pass out. I said, nah, it's psychological. Mm-hmm. You're, dude, I think I'm gonna pass out. It's psychological. It, dude, it, ah, you are out. Mm-hmm. I think, well, fuck. All right, no more company. So we're driving, and we get about. 
what, half a mile from the hospital, mm -hmm. there's a Burgerville. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Uh, I want some cookies because I know what hospitals are like. It's, it might be a while before I get to eat again. So oh, yeah. I pulled into the, into the parking lot. Made you get out. Mm -hmm. I woke up and said, I remember I that. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't just leave you in the car because if you know you died, I had to be able to at least do CPR or something. So I said, "Dude, wake up!" And they're like, "What? Are we there? No, we're at Burgerville. Burgerville. Yeah, come on. I want some cookies. Mm -hmm. What? The? Gotta go to the hospital. Come with me." And we go in there, and I walk up to the counter. I wait my turn. We get up to the counter, and the person goes, okay, "Your friend is bleeding." Oh, I know. He, oh, yeah. We're going to the hospital, but I would like. Three chocolate chip cookies, slightly heated, not enough to burn the chocolate, but just enough to melt the chocolate. Mm -hmm. And the person goes, "He really needs a doctor. That's why I need you to go quickly." I, said, I bled I, all over that floor. In, in my, <laughs> well, you were bleeding all over the floor. Yeah. I said, and in fairness, I did ask you, "Would you like anything?" And your mm -hmm. response was, "Just the doctor." Just the doctor. <laughs> so I get my cookies. Mm -hmm. We go out, and I'm eating the cookies, and we go to the waiting room. And at the time, we were both big weightlifters. Mm -hmm. I, I was a power lifter. Mm -hmm. uh, you, being skinny, tall, and 165 pounds, you look like a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the two different styles of lifters. Mm -hmm. But they, uh, so we come in, these big guys, and uh, obviously into weightlifting. Mm -hmm. And the nurse gets you back pretty quickly. There's a little boy waiting in the in the waiting mm -hmm. room. And we went right past him. We get back there. And they stitched you up. They, I remember, you've got this thing with needles. I don't like needles. And uh, doctor comes at you with the, the shot to numb the hand so you don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and you go, what's that for? He goes, it's to numb it so you don't feel it. And your response was, the fewer needles that enter my body, the mm -hmm. better for you. Mm -hmm. And he goes, uh, all right, this this would make you don't so you don't feel it. Fewer needles. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he stitched you up, mm -hmm. and he's standing there doing paperwork, and I'm just hanging out. I'd finished my cookies by now. Mm -hmm. and I'm just hanging out with you, and all of a sudden he goes, uh, Billy, when was your last tetanus shot? Mm -hmm. And he said, a couple years ago. Why do you ask? And he goes, oh, uh, we don't have it on file. No, no, I had it a couple years ago. We're going to have to give you a tetanus shot. Oh, hell no. He mm. No, we're fine, Doc. He keeps his knives clean. Trust me. <laughs> I fucking hate needles. <laughs> and so I actually had to physically hold you down, which, by the way, when you tense up, mm -hmm. that makes you hurt more right away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for a week later. Yeah, yeah. But, so you're tense as all it could be because you, yeah, you like wanted 19, to get up, I don't know any better. <laughs> but I was stronger than you, so I'm holding you down while the doctor gives you this shot, shot and you're screaming. And I'm just thinking about this poor little kid who saw these big, huge guys go back there. One of them is now screaming like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, well, that's pretty much the end of that story, you would think. That, mm -hmm. That's where the end of that story should have stayed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I have a long memory. <laughs> now, now, back to with the uh, with with the blackberries. Oh, oh you, you, you're going to put that on there, too? The, the, what, what, what's with the hookup, huh? You, you've always said hooking me up with my wife was, was the revenge for that. Now you're, now yeah. you're saying that. Yeah. It, it never ends. <laughs> I'm still not done for that day. <laughs> so fast forward, oh, I'd say a good 10, 15 years. Oh, easy, yeah. It was a while. So we're at my brother's house, and like I was saying with the goat, the, mm -hmm. the blackberries were pretty much out of control, and he'd arranged a little get-together. Mm -hmm. Three of my friends, you, mm -hmm. 
Fork mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. and his friend, mm -hmm. um, we'll call him Peyton because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he's obsessed with Peyton Manning. That's why he named his son Peyton. Ew. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to give him some shit. <laughs> yeah, give him some shit. That's why his son's name is Peyton. He was obsessed with Peyton Manning. So, so my brother, Daryl, because mm -hmm. he puts his name out there, mm -hmm. dumbass, uh, Peyton, mm -hmm. Fork, Billy, and I mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. were out in his backyard. Uh, I brought a uh, skill saw blade, mm -hmm. and we attached it to the weed whacker. Yes, we did. So he could, so somebody could use that. I think that was Fork that wanted to use that. Mm hmm and then uh, I don't remember what you, I think you had a machete. Yes. And I think I think pretty much everyone else had machetes. Uh, I had two machetes. Mm -hmm. I bought one for each hand, but it was 102 degrees out that day. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was a chance I'm working next to friends and family that one of those slides out of my hand and hurts somebody. So I tied it to my hands with a rope, you know, so it's, it's if I let go, it just falls. But, you know, it's it's it's. I can grip it, but mm -hmm. it's loose enough that if it flies out of my hand, it's not going too far. Right. And so we're going to town, and it's been, what, an hour? Yeah. Hour and a half, something like that. And we're pouring getting tired. Sweat. We're pouring sweat. We're making some headway, but it's it's some rough work. And we're going at it, and apparently I was dehydrated. Mm -hmm. I got a little woozy for a second. As I started to fall down, one of those uh, knives that was attached to my hand that I couldn't just throw away hit the other wrist. Mm -hmm. Got and you good, too. Got me good. Yeah, there, there was quite a bit of blood coming out. I was like, oh, <clears throat> crap. Looks like I'm going to have to go to the emergency room on this one. Mm -hmm. And we're looking around, and we need a volunteer to drive me because you're passing out on the way there. It's mm -hmm. frowned upon. Mm -hmm. And I was waiting for Fort to say yeah, something. waiting for Fort to say something because you knew what that meant. That meant sitting in an air-conditioned emergency room with mm -hmm. me or staying out there and and Fork opted to stay out there and work in the sun. Yep. You go around right on the head. <laughs> Smartest person we know, mm -hmm. but still a dumbass at times. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you gave him a good 30 seconds. Like, all right, I'm up. Yep. Fuck and him. <laughs> so we started driving there, and we get up the road, and we get about about the same distance on the other side of this mm -hmm. hospital, because I'm going to a normal hospital, not that mm -hmm. Kaiser crap. Mm -hmm. uh, going to a normal hospital. And you pulled into a Burgerville. I did. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I go, you got to be kidding me. Like, oh, hell no. I was like, you're not even going to use a drive. Like, Fuck nope, you. We're walking Get out in. of the car. <laughs> I can just feel that, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, I was laughing, too. I was like, yeah, all right. Tip for Ted. You know, I started it. I, and think, so, I think we went to the one, though. We they closed we, it now. Is that the one? Yeah. It's closed now. I know which one. I know which one you went. To. <laughs> See, it's I thought a, we went to the same one. But I don't no, think we went no, to the same one. Yeah. No, we went to a different one. Okay. Because we coming from Daryl's house up and around. You go up Andreessen, turn left on Mill Plain. Right. And it's, that one's closed. Yeah. That, that going one's right closed. on Mill Plain. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we get up to the counter, and once again, this time I'm bleeding, and the person's like, "Your your friend is bleeding." <laughs> oh, I know. I want some. But I got cookies, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you want something? Go ahead. I offered you. You had to offer to me, at least. <laughs> and then we went to the emergency room. Oh, it was great, too. <laughs> oh, the doctor. I forgot that part. Uh, he was all apologetic, and he was when he was squirting that little uh, that little saline solution to clean it. Yeah. He was like, I'm really sorry. That's right. I'm like, yeah, fuck him. Make it hurt more. 
out there. Let me go out and get some dirt to rub in that for you. <laughs> it's just so funny that it, the way it happened, it's just like, okay, this happened to you. Oh, oh, opportunity. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Oh. That little devil on my shoulder jump up goes, now's your chance. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> so what was, the, so we're going to, now, do you remember what the other thing I told you to remember was? Because now I don't remember what it was. Oh, shit. Um, you see, we're going to have to. That's a bitch about getting old. You, well, this is why I say we've got to have like a pencil and write shit down. Oh, uh, what the fuck was it? Oh, well. I'm going to get a pencil so that shit don't happen again because that's rude. Yeah. Now we've got to, one of us has got to listen to this episode. Tease, tease the fucking audience? Oh, yeah, we got to listen to this episode. One of us has to listen to it. Yeah. So we can write down what we missed. Right. Get it the next time. I hate that. Mm. Although I do like the idea of the UPS night. Just tell a little fucking horrible uh, UPS stories. I'm so poor. I got, I got four... Four? Four left. Four Reese's peanut butter cups. You can have them. I had, you, I had some candy waffles. I remember waffles and no side dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not fresh either. Those are the same ones from last time. Ah, oh, boo. Boo. Okay. Well, I had... Um, so that, that's not going to happen again. Well, I had a guest oh, on. We still don't have... We, we, got? we still haven't finished. We've got another Oh, we got a more on that, list? That all, all right. came from the, the quietest gun. Because you remember, oh. we had to circle back to that... The all right. Sticker bushes in his backyard. All right. What's on your list? Okay, the, the next one that I found on the list that I thought to write down mm -hmm. was ninja wiring. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Now, see, the thing is, I work in the electrical industry, mm -hmm. and I, I, in our group of friends, mm -hmm. Fork is like our tax guy slash accountant guy. Mm -hmm. Although, we also have another one, mm -hmm. Knight. Think of his name, mm -hmm. and now think of the opposite. Everyone will get it now. Okay, I'm not, I'm not drawing a blank. And, but. Anyways, but yeah, so mm -hmm. Knight is an actual accountant. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Fork is the one we've been using prior to that. Mm -hmm. But he's also, he's got a lot of business knowledge. Yes, he does. And he's, like I say, he's he's actually a high-end engineer. And mm -hmm. so he's the smartest person we know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was, uh, so in our group of friends, that's Knight's job. Mm -hmm. Your job. Granted, I'm the one who showed you computers, mm -hmm. taught you at one point everything you knew about computers, mm -hmm. and then turned you loose on the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, peeing on everything. And that, that's that's <laughs> yeah. what you do for the group now. Mm -hmm. I do everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I Speaking am, of which, the wife told me, she says, hey, see if he'll put install a doorbell for us. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's where I am. I'm the group's handyman mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, construction advisor. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the I forgot when we brought you along. Yeah, so I go I go with Billy to uh, his. Uh, he's having a sit down with the people that are going to build his house, and they're used to a married couple being there, or mm -hmm. you know, a single person buying the house. But this threesome walks in. <laughs> now I say threesome. We've never had a threesome. <laughs> High five. Eiffel <laughs> <laughs> Tower, baby. <laughs> But, uh, no, it, I don't think a room could fit you, me, and your ex mm -hmm. like that. It, it's just, they don't make bedrooms that big. So we're sitting down, and this guy, he, he looks at me and goes, uh, would you like to have your friend wait outside? He's like, no, no, my friend is important. Mm -hmm. Really? He's like, yeah, I don't know shit about construction, but he knows quite mm -hmm. a bit about construction. So he is, uh, he's going to advise me on what add-ons I want and which ones I don't. 
Because if he can do it cheaper and easier, he'll do it. Mm -hmm. Like the the, uh, the the garage door install. That's exactly what I was thinking. They, they wanted what? I think it was uh, 750 for the garage Something door. Something like that. Yeah, it was way expensive. It was like 750 or 1000 It's like a really super nice garage door opener cost you 250 and I installed it for free. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, don't do that one. Yeah, that was but, 2005. But, uh, yeah, the jacuzzi tub pre-wired, yeah, mm -hmm. get that because that would take a, a bit, a lot more work and it'd be, they only wanted 125 for that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, get that. But they wouldn't add extra circuits for your kitchen. Mm -hmm. You still get the code minimum, which is two circuits. At the time, that was two circuits that you could also have the fridge on one of those circuits and the microwave on one of those circuits. Mm -hmm. And so you really, you'd be popping breakers all the time. Mm -hmm. And so we went in, I was checking the job site every day. Mm -hmm. Every day on the way home, I checked to make sure things were going well. I called you a couple times, told mm -hmm. them, told you, hey, they need to fix this railing because that's not gonna that's not gonna hold up very well. Yep, I remember that. And uh, the time that they tried to get out of uh, insulating your garage, mm -hmm. and uh, they when, when the I made that phone call, like, <laughs> hey, there's she rocking your garage. There's no insulation like you agreed to. Mm -hmm. They they weren't happy, but they had to put it in. They had mm -hmm. to take the because it was out. in writing. Yep. Because uh, they tried to screw you out of the tub. You, mm -hmm. you had a handshake deal to put a jacuzzi tub in. They changed their mind because they forgot to write it down. They said, well, we're not going to do that. Because it's not on the paperwork. It's not signed on the paperwork. But you said you'd do it. Like You even said, look, I'll pay the extra for the tub. Yeah. I'll pay the extra for the tub. I have no problem. I'll buy a tub, if, and you can keep the old tub mm -hmm. and just put it in. I remember hearing you say that to mm -hmm. them. They said, nope, can't do it. It nope. wasn't on the paperwork. Exact words were, it's not in writing. And so when I came by one day and saw that they hadn't insulated, I called you up and he goes, well, how many people actually insulate a garage anyways? And you go, it doesn't matter. I have it in writing. Yep. It's in writing. You remember those words? Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, mm -hmm. damn it. So they had to yep. do it. Well, they refused to put in any extra circuits for the kitchen because it has to be able to be sold to anybody in case your financing fell through. I said, well, that's just stupid because mm -hmm. it's an extra selling feature. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So uh, going there every day, I waited until after I noticed they had their sheetrock inspection. Mm -hmm. I waited. Yep. They had their insulation inspection. Once the insulation was approved and they were good for cover, that night after work, we went in there after everybody's gone. Mm -hmm. And we ran those extra circuits and we coiled them up and hit them behind the junction boxes. Mm-hmm. So that when they sheetrocked, no one would know any wiser. And when the electrician went in to wire it, wouldn't know a thing either. There's only one way to know, and that is to remove the junction box, mm -hmm. pull the wire that's behind it out, and use that wire instead of the one going to it. Mm -hmm. And, and there's an electrician the line that's going to do that. Yeah. And then uh, I just I stripped them out in the panel the exact same way they had it and hooked it up so it looked like they did it. Mm -hmm. Capped it off so nobody would hook it up, and they it looked like an electrician did it. So they <laughs> left it alone. <laughs> My favorite part about that whole thing. And, and then moving yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Moving day, I'm the guy with the with the big truck license. And mm -hmm. so I drive the big, huge U-Haul you got up mm -hmm. to my guest house. Mm -hmm. We had all your friends from work come and help mm -hmm. load everything up, friends and family and co-workers. And we loaded up the truck and we all drive down to your place and we get out of the truck. And all I carried out was a bag of tools. Mm -hmm. And I remember I, I heard it. I wasn't standing there, but I heard it as I'm walking away. Why isn't he carrying anything? And you said, he's got more important things to do. Mm -hmm. And so, while everyone else is doing all the heavy lifting, mm -hmm. I was busy 
removing receptacle removing receptacles mm -hmm. moving over the junction box like so pull the wire down mm -hmm. and wiring it up so you could have a separate one for your refrigerator a separate for your microwave mm -hmm. and then another circuit just for the an extra circuit so your kitchen has three circuits where everywhere everyone else in your neighborhood has only two. Oh no you have five circuits fridge microwave that other extra one and then so, the existing was two so that's five right my favorite part about that whole night though was when we got onto the job site after everybody had left it was just dark enough and i'm going dun, 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 yeah we were dun, both dun, doing, dun. The, <laughs> we're doing the mission impossible theme as we ninja wired your house so <clears throat> so that we could get it in that was well, yeah, that, so you, you had mentioned ninja wiring, and mm -hmm. I thought we should mention what ninja wiring was. Well, because what I, what I remember most about that, that entire uh, thing was I knew that, because that was like like six months after my car accident, and so my back was all jacked up. What was funny about that car accident yeah. was when the fire department was there. Okay, yeah. Your ex-wife worked for the sheriff's department at the time, and mm -hmm. it, was, it was 500 feet from my driveway out in mm -hmm. BFE. It's... 40 minutes to town, mm -hmm. and you get hit, T-boned, mm -hmm. by an illegal immigrant mm -hmm. with no license, mm -hmm. who is driving a vehicle he borrowed from a friend that they reported stolen, mm -hmm. hits you, and does a hit and run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He went to prison And for your that. wife, when as soon as another sheriff's deputy showed up, she, she looks at him and goes, this man does not leave this mountain. You find out who did this, and you could, I could just see the look... The, the look on his face was classic, oh, shit, it's going to uh -huh. be one of those days. Uh -huh. And then not even 20 <laughs> minutes later, there was like 30 cop cars up yes, there on there the were. looking for the, They found him they on a construction job. He was working concrete that day at, yeah. a, at a new development. But uh, the funniest part about that whole situation mm -hmm. was uh, as they're pulling you out of this. Now, the what was the, you drove a... Uh, 2000 Honda Insight. Insight, right. Yeah, yeah. And what was the official title we heard that car was called? It was the official... Oh, the official gay car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the time, that's the word we heard. Now, now keeping it, that in mind, if you've ever opened and closed that door, this, mm -hmm. is a, this isn't a Honda plug, but this is just, I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that, car, that truck was going at 55 miles an hour when mm -hmm. it hit you. It T-boned you. Mm -hmm. And as you me. open and close those doors, it feels like just a little bit of plastic. Yeah, it's very but lightweight. There's small I-beams in there mm -hmm. that took that impact. Mm -hmm. Three out of the four I-beams were disfigured, but there was mm -hmm. still one... Mm -hmm. In good shape. If it had, if it had been what I thought it was, just a plastic door, you'd have yes. died. Oh, totally. I but, remember uh, when uh, the firefighters mm -hmm. were there to, to lift you up. It took four very large <laughs> firefighters to pick you up, and you're a big guy. So I remember you going, "Lift, come on, earn your pay, lift." <laughs> they sent me a fucking bill too. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. That's, I thought that that, that no. was for taxes. No, I thought no. taxes. That was it. You're, it's it's taxes. If first of all, uh. You, it, I've been told you don't have to pay it if you didn't call it and you're unconscious. Okay, that's fair. But you were conscious. Yeah, it was. I was conscious. And somebody I called. called well, uh, I called the cops. You called the cops. Yep. They called the paramedic. Yep. Because you're conscious and you at no time said, "No, I don't want to get helped." Right. They're going to help you, but they're still going to send you a bill. They like said, like that's why we talked mm -hmm. to Daryl mm -hmm. after that one accident you had. Mm -hmm. Right. Where you got rear-ended at 55 miles an hour. That mm -hmm. was funny. Yeah. I think I should start. That was funny. You, my brother, my sister, and I were coming mm -hmm. back from a wrecking yard after anybody who is young and knows how to work on cars knows you go to wrecking yards a lot to keep your car running mm -hmm. because you can't afford the nice cars. Mm -hmm. We're coming back from a wrecking yard. 
and we've all got parts in the back. Mm -hmm. We've got toolboxes in the back. Mm -hmm. This was your 1989 Mustang. Mm -hmm. I love that car. It's a piece of shit, but I love I was, that car. I was going to say it's a piece of shit. It was a piece of shit, but I love that car. Yeah. It's not as big a piece of shit as my Mustang was. Yeah, yeah. touche. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, a 78 Mustang. I don't care if you do put the words Cobra on the side yeah. and call two. it a Mustang. <laughs> In 78, that was a Pinto. Mm -hmm. You make it as fancy. Ooh, it's got T-tops. It's still a Pinto with T-tops and the word mm -hmm. Cobra. All those extra add-ons just do is get you pulled over. Mm -hmm. But So we're driving back in the, in the passing lane. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the cars in front of us came screeching to a stop. Mm -hmm. And you came to a stop mm -hmm. and missed that car by just, I'd say, about an inch. Mm -hmm. It was close. Now, at the time, I had a habit of taking your passenger side mirror and turning it so I could see behind me. I like to see around me so I'm, I feel safer. And we came to a stop. And you go, whew, made it. And I had time, I turned to you and I said, oh, this is going to hurt. You turned to me and said, what do you mean? Because I had seen Ford Explorer coming closer and closer, not slowing mm -hmm. down in that mirror. We had time to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. My words, mm -hmm. oh, this is going to hurt. Yep. Just like that, that speed. Your words right after. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? And then, slam, we get hit. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's a good two, three seconds. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, yeah, we get hit so hard. My sister took a toolbox at to the back of the skull. It was mm -hmm. one of those ones where you lift the tray out. Mm -hmm. And it bent the toolbox in such a manner with her skull. Mm -hmm. Luckily, we have thick skulls in this family. Mm -hmm. That you couldn't open the toolbox anymore without a pry bar. Mm -hmm. Now, my bro mm -hmm. now this, this impact, he hit us at 55 miles an hour. Oh, he fucked us up. He never stopped. Never even tried to stop. It broke every bolt, every seat bolt in the in the car. Mm -hmm. We went and checked it out later. No seat bolts were, were left working. Mm -hmm. They were all sheared off. You and I walked away. We went to work that night with mm -hmm. uh, whiplash. Mm -hmm. Oh, it hurt. It and hurt. UPS, and it sucked because it's it's. We were in the sort on. We couldn't couldn't look up to sort mm -hmm. things properly. We did it, but it it just sucked. And my little brother. I see the paramedics show up, and my little brother, he's holding his back, and he's just, he's always oh, wincing in pain. He's in so much pain. I walk over to him, and I just said, drivers don't have insurance. And and as I went over to check on my sister, who was in a lot of pain, and just, just in extreme agony, I see the toolbox. I know she's got to go to the hospital. Yep. I look over and see the paramedic walk up to my brother, and he goes, are you okay? Are you okay? And he stands right up, straight, like a like he's in mm -hmm. the military. So I was like, yep, nope, I'm fine. I'm good. And the paramedic went on and helped my sister. But mm -hmm. that saved some money right there. It did. Especially considering that piece of shit. Mm -hmm. who, now, now, I say some bad words mm -hmm. for most of the time. Except mm -hmm. when I'm around family. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 I would make sailors blush. Mm -hmm. But... This man who was driving the vehicle behind you, he was driving a company vehicle, mm -hmm. had his daughter in the passenger seat, mm -hmm. was from the Seattle area at the time with the speed limits. He was a good three hours from home. Mm -hmm. And he says at the trial, or not the trial, at the... Because we had to sue him, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, the, your insurance <laughs> had to sue him. Right. And there was a big lawsuit, and they, they came back with... There was a jury trial, yep. and it was... Uh, the jury found... 
they wanted to listen to him mm -hmm. rather than to us. They said that we were lying, which pisses me off. He said we were uh, weaving in and out of traffic, right? And we had flipped off an army convoy. Yeah. And I'm sitting there waiting for my turn to get up and speak, and I'm like, what? The, what idiot flips off the people with the guns? Uh huh. And, it was clear he was making shit up. Yeah, it was. Well, that and the fact. Now get this. He said. He's, we were swerving in and out. We cut him off, and he didn't have time to hit the brakes. Mm -hmm. And in that time to make that decision, mm -hmm. he says he turned to his daughter mm -hmm. and said we should say a prayer. Mm -hmm. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'd be stomping on those brakes as I'm mm -hmm. saying we should say a prayer. Mm -hmm. He never once touched the brakes. Didn't hit the brakes. Jackass. Uh -huh. I really, luckily, we never went and found him mm -hmm. i don't even remember the guy's name anymore i do because <laughs> i i really wanted to go up to his house uh -huh. and cause at least as much damage and misery mm -hmm. as he caused for us mm -hmm. the thing and, is we won that lawsuit but i got blue big value of the car um i got something and i had to pay my attorney i got something like four grand i owed like seven at the time so that's for why you yeah. still money yeah. so i was still making car payments on a car i didn't own and then, of course, you know, I had it in my backyard for a little while. You know, so every every day I'm walking by this car that I can't drive, I can't nothing. But the cool thing is that um, I paid a big portion of it off because I uh, I threw it up on, it wasn't Craigslist, it was one of those, like, type of oh, places. Oh, parted out. Yeah. yeah, parted out. I uh, I had a guy, he came in and he said, uh, I said, hey, you know, rear damage, come at me, blah, blah, blah. And the guy came out and he says, um how much for any part that I want? And I says, you can have every part on here for 1500 bucks. And I, I think I owed like two grand. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can work another 500 off. And he goes, perfect, no problem. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he uh, he got the engine out. And I didn't know how long it took to get an engine out. But he was done in four hours. The car was stripped bare. <laughs> like this guy had to be part Mexican or something. <laughs> well, no, but, no, no, part Russian. Mm, Mexican's okay. your yard work. Mm, they do a great job, though. Yeah. The guy, the, my, the Mexican dude that does my yard. Oh my God, this guy's amazing. Well, that, mm -hmm. I've lost uh, at least two jobs. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make I, I, it might be three, mm -hmm. but I know of at least two jobs I have mm -hmm. lost because of illegal immigrants. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing: those motherfuckers. It's a genetic thing. It's not mm -hmm. just that they work hard. Because I work hard. Yeah. Everyone who's ever worked with me oh, yeah. knows I worked hard. That UPS guy, that was funny. Mm -hmm. I want you to load one box for every box he does. Are you high? <laughs> no, you're high. Oh, now we're going to have to tell the story. But but, uh, but I'm a hard worker, and right. I'm fast. Right. Uh, Burgerville once uh, brought an area manager in to watch me make food because it, back then, you know, I now that I think about it, uh, opening and closing drawers and doors with my feet uh, while efficient was mm -hmm. not necessarily the cleanliest way mm -hmm. to, to do it. Cleanliest way? Cleanest way to do Cleanest. it. Okay, yeah. But uh, I was able to flip burgers with one hand, uh, toast and remove toasted buns with the other hand, open and close drawers and throw things into drawers and pull things out of drawers. I was I was standing on one foot for the whole shift pretty much. Right. And, and so I, I am good at my jobs whenever I get them. You've seen me firsthand. Mm -hmm. I, once I learn how to do something, I'm good at it. I could never outpick them with the berries. Mm -hmm. I could never out cut lettuce with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they. But here's the thing: it. I could still produce. I would almost keep up, but I'm never going to be faster. Right. 
But the fact that they don't work for a regular wage, mm -hmm. like uh, the ones at the lettuce farm, mm -hmm. the lettuce work you only do when it's colder so mm -hmm. that you don't mess with it and ruin the lettuce. So you're doing it in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the night. You're done by six. Right. So I'm, I'm there starting at two o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and we're cutting lettuce. And the first year the, the illegal immigrants came to that farm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd been doing this for, this was my second year when they showed up mm -hmm. and the third year it was just me and them. The other six or eight guys that they would have come in weren't brought back. Right. So it was just me and the two Mexican guys. Right. And then after that, it was just the two Mexican guys mm -hmm. because like, you know what? They were allowed to park a trailer on the property. They mm -hmm. worked those four hours from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. And then they have the rest of the day off, and that's their rent, is they just do that every day. Mm -hmm. And they can park their trailer there. Then they can go work another job. Yep. Mean, so basically, they're getting free labor because it doesn't cost them anything yep. to let them park you, a trailer you there. You park a trailer, no big deal. So I lose that job. Yep. Same thing with the berry fields. Mm -hmm. You know, that was that was was an even minimum wage, really. Yeah. Come away picking strawberries and blackberries, your pants are all purple. Mm-hmm. I picked strawberries what? for exactly one day. I made a buck twenty-five, and I played it. I paid. Uh, I took that money and went to uh, uh, Hazeldale Lanes, and I played Moon Patrol. <laughs> Fork and I used to mm -hmm. go there every day, mm -hmm. and it's on the other side of town, so it's a good eight miles, nine mm -hmm. miles to our house. Mm -hmm. And we would pick berries until about eleven, because mm -hmm. it started getting too warm to mess with berries. Right, and we ride our bikes home and on the way home we'd spend all the money we'd made that that's day. right <laughs> we'd each make about 15 bucks 15 right. maybe 20 bucks and we'd spend it on the way home mm -hmm. go see our movie i'm just thinking now those movie theaters when we walk in caked with purple mud because mm -hmm. we're coming from the <laughs> <laughs> oh they must have hated to see us 